Welcome to Jane Unchained, featuring best-selling author, TV journalist, and JaneUnchained.com founder, Jane Velez Mitchell. In the next few minutes, you'll hear a secret solution to the problems that plague our world. If you want to revolutionize your life, get truly joyful, and jump to the next phase of human evolution, all it takes is one simple choice. Now, here's your host, Jane Velez Mitchell. Good day, and I hope despite everything that's going on in the world today, you are happy, joyous, and free because we don't know. We don't know what the ultimate plan is regarding this. We don't know what the message is from nature. Personally, I think it's an intervention from Mother Nature on our overconsumption, our eating of animals, um, all the things that we're doing that are disrespectful to nature. We have an incredible, incredible guest today, Gianna Simone, actress. You may have seen her in Star Trek Into Darkness, Unbroken, many other films. She's also a TV producer. She also has her own show on Amazon Prime called Love Gianna, which you have to check out. Gianna, give us your perspective as you isolate at home, as I isolate at home. Thankfully, I have my companion animals. But yes. what is your perspective on this crisis? You know, I think it's um, it happened fast to those who were not in the know. And um, it can be quite overwhelming for some. But I think we need to um, take a breather and realize that we are okay. And as is, is crazy as this um, came, I think it will pass. And I think we can take we can think about this in, with a clear mind and open mind and say, why did this happen? And, you know, we're, we're here bringing information to people that is very necessary to say, um, you know, this is why it happened. It happened because of wet markets and um, the consumption and overconsumption of animals and um, a vegan diet, not only, um, prevents disease, but it reverses disease. So we can make the switch. You know, there's, there's hope and there's grace extended to us. And, um, and we're here to, to bring that message in a kind, loving way that, that there is hope and that there is light at the end of the tunnel with certain changes. And, you know, as, as many people that have died that shouldn't have died from this every 37 seconds, somebody dies from heart disease, which is America's number one killer. That's 647,000 Americans alone every single year that die unnecessarily from heart disease. And that is a huge issue. Imagine if, if uh, the coronavirus was killing somebody every 37 seconds, the panic we would be in. That heart disease deserves us, um, and this deserves us to, to open our eyes up and, and really make a conscious effort to adopt a plant-based diet. In all senses. You broached this in your show, Love Gianna, which is streaming now on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And you interview some of the top doctors. Tell us the names of these doctors because people are at home. This is a perfect opportunity for them to get educated. And Love Gianna is super informative. Uh, Tell us some of the doctors and some of the messages that they have. Gianna. So we interview, um, I interviewed Dr. Esselstyn, Dr. Campbell, um, Dr. Dean Ornish, Dr. Michael Greger, 
And, and as, as serious as they are, we also have a lot of fun. So they're very entertaining. So I highly um, suggest and recommend that, that people who do have the time on their hands now <laughs> to head over to Amazon Prime or YouTube, they're, they're streaming on YouTube as well, um, and check out the, the information that we talk about. And it's, it's about preventing and reversing disease that, are, that come from eating animals and their byproducts and how we can reverse disease by switching to a plant-based diet, eating fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and grains and an abundance of plant foods and not feel hungry, not lack anything and not feel like we're, we're deprived in any way. And then you watch your body start to shift. You watch your mind start to shift in a positive direction and your whole life can really change for the better. Um, because that's how we, that's how much we are connected with the food that we put into our body. And that's how much we are connected to each other. Because look at what's happening. Look at what's happening with how we treat animals and how we inevitably treat ourselves by eating that food. Where, how we treat the world, how we treat the earth. That's how those animals treat us. That's how the earth treats us in return. And that's how our bodies treat, react in return. And, and it, it's all, it's, we're all one. And um, we have to really start seeing that and believing that and making changes. And then we discuss these things in the show. So we discuss, um, Dr. Angie Sadeghi was just on this week and we discuss gut health because so many people have gut issues. So um, a, a cancer, we talk about heart disease. Well, tell me about gut health because one of the interesting things is that so many people are depressed. And right. um, what we have learned is that serotonin levels are very key in your mood. And serotonin comes from your gut biome. So a lot of people are anxiety ridden right now, and some people might be feeling blue. What would you say about the role that diet plays, what you eat and how you feel psychologically and emotionally? I think it has a huge impact on how we feel. And obviously, like you said, a lot of our um, happy hormones are produced in our gut and, and what feeds our gut fiber feeds our gut. Angie talks a lot about the importance of fiber and you don't get fiber. You get zero Zippo fiber from meat and animal byproducts. And um, there's fiber in plants. Plants are, are so rich in fiber and also vitamin C and um, meat and dairy have no vitamin C. And so vitamin C is, is so essential. And um, I just found out from a good doctor friend of mine, Dr. Angela Argrios, that um, vitamin C works in our bodies to produce, um, oh, what's the name of it? Um, oh, I'm blanking on the name. Uh, shoot, it's. I'll think of it. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. Oh, um, I forget the name. And, and it, it produces something in our bodies that actually kills bacteria and it's helping to um, boost our immune systems. Obviously. I mean, who, who doesn't know that vitamin C boosts your immune system, but uh, hydrogen peroxide, I don't know yeah. what I blanked okay. on that name. So yeah. vitamin C produces hydrogen peroxide in our bodies, which kills bacteria. So, um, and, and meat and dairy don't have any vitamin C in it. So, um, we, we talk a lot about, about stuff like that. And I mean, it's, it's just so important. It, plants are so important to our health and to the health of our planet. And I mean, the, the compassion issue with, with these wet markets and wild animals, and it's just, it's just, out, we're out of control. We're out of control. And we, um, there's hope and we can always change. And there's hope right now. There may not be in the future. I mean, it's, it's, you, you talk about this in, in your movie, um, Countdown to Year Zero. Absolutely. And in fact, never to lose an opportunity to promote that. That's also available on Amazon Prime along with Love Gianna. You can really have a whole course. 
You could watch Love Gianna, get all the information from the top doctors. You can uh, get the lowdown from Dr. Silas Rao, who was a systems, a Stanford-educated systems analyst who was instrumental in the development of the internet. And he essentially says he worked with Al Gore and he split with Al Gore because Al, Al Gore didn't talk about animal agriculture's impact on climate change. And he says we have to essentially trans transfer, evolve to a vegan world, a plant-based world by 2026, or we're on track to destroy virtually all the wildlife. I mean, we've destroyed the Amazon. Australia's wild animals are being decimated. Uh, we're uh, we're destroyed. We're still hunting. You know, uh, we are on track to destroy um, most of the world's wildlife by 2026. That's going to trigger an ecological collapse. Now, the good news um, out of this situation that we're in, and and saying that with respect to those who are suffering, who those who have, to those who have lost loved ones to those who are experiencing emotional stress and anxiety for financial reasons, for health reasons. The good news is that it seems to have already had an impact on climate change. Uh, satellite imagery is showing that waters are clearing up, um, skies are clearing up because the production is going down. And uh, I've noticed in my own backyard, birds are moving in a way they haven't before. They're flying in formation, they're doing, the ducks are doing these gliding, like really, hipster almost like landings in the water. I've never seen that before. It's almost like they're celebrating because they're getting their planet back a little bit. What's the, the lesson there, Gianna? Because I have to say that I was reading an article, you know, the best and the brightest, sarcastic title, by the way, the best and the brightest brought us the Vietnam War. Um, but I was reading an article about what the world is going to be like after coronavirus. And they talked about everything. One of the things they didn't mention was people going plant-based. The other thing they didn't really, they touched on, but so briefly, is the respect for wildlife, social distancing with wildlife, giving wildlife their space, respecting wildlife, and understanding that just because you own a piece of property doesn't mean that you have the right to kill the wildlife or chase off the wildlife living um, in that property. I mean, we're dealing with squirrels here. I have squirrels that I was feeding and it became this big controversy with my uh, uh, condo complex. And, you know, they, they made some points. They said, well, if they don't have any fear, uh, you know, that's a problem. Uh, I, I was like, well, luckily right now we have much bigger problems to worry about than squirrel, than me feeding squirrels on my, on my porch. But yeah. um, what I did was I did go out and get a squirrel feeder and planted in a tree to try to resolve the situation. It wasn't like I wasn't listening. But what, what it said to me was that our attitude toward these wild animals is they don't belong. When in truth, they do belong. And if we persist with that attitude, we're going to destroy all the wildlife. And then we're going to experience an ecological collapse because um, there's an ecosystem. For example, if we destroy the bees, um, then we're going to destroy our ability um, and, and the birds, we're going to destroy our ability to move seeds around. Okay. So there's, there's a whole process of nature and you can't just wipe out one species without impacting other species. Right. You know, I, I was thinking, I was actually talking to my father about this yesterday because I mean, it's all we can talk about really. I mean, we can talk about other things and be silly once in a while and, and laugh and, and remember all the, the joy and, and goodness of the world. But then we come back to reality and we're like, okay, we're stuck inside. Why? And it's because of the coronavirus. So <laughs> then we talk about it. And um, 
And so I was, I was saying, oh, hello, little muffin. <laughs> I was saying to him, you know, what happens because with all of this um, overconsumption and just consumption in general, because there's so many people on this planet that it's, it's really getting out of control. And what happens because when, when there's no more animals left to eat, because we're leading to species extinction and what are we going to start eating each other? I mean, where do we draw the line? This is, this is savagery. And it's, it's, it's insanity of, of the, the havoc it's wreaking on this planet and on us. I mean, but, but veganism is extreme, but veganism is extreme. I mean, it's, we really need to self check and it, we can't point fingers. Oh my goodness, Jane, I'm trying to have a serious conversation. You know, when you talk about consequences, a lot of the animals in shelters are now being, I don't say put down or euthanized. I say killed because that's what they're, they're killed. So I never ask anybody to do something I'm not willing to do myself. If I ask people to call, I've called. If I ask you to write a letter, I've written a letter. So I was asking people to foster. So guess what? I fostered this one, Tiny Dancer. She's 12 years old, five pounds. And the reason I put up Rico first is that Rico gave me the stink eye because he's a little jealous. <laughs> uh, but I have to say that this is your new friend, honey, and you saved a life. Okay, so th these are, you know, the animals we love. And this little girl is so grateful. She follows me everywhere. She's at my heels because she knows she's been rescued. Tiny dancer, say hi, five pounds, 12, 12 years old. Somebody dumped her at the shelter. We don't know the story, but she's totally, totally socialized. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, if you can foster, go to BeagleFreedomProject.org. And they can set it up where the dog is delivered to your front door. You can maintain social distancing during the process. So um, I try to throw that in during the conversation because uh, while we are suffering, animals are suffering even more. They're killing them all in the laboratories because they can't continue to do their experiments because the laboratories are shut down. Beagle Freedom Project is trying to get those beagles and other dogs out and other animals you know, our society, the way it's set up, the cruelty that is built in, the industrialized cruelty in the slaughterhouses, in the laboratories, um, this is an opportunity for us as a society to look at all of it and say, what do we want to throw away? What do we want to get rid of? I would say get rid of animals in laboratories. Don't restock. Um, and also, I would say, uh, please, Let's get rid of these slaughterhouses. That's where it happened. And some people would say, Gianna, well, that's wild animals. They were, they were eating bats and pangolins. Guess what? Every slaughterhouse involves eyeballs, blood, feces, urine, bone. It's a cesspool of disease. And there have yes. been other viruses as yes. well. Uh, so give us your thoughts on that. We have uh, three minutes before we hit the commercial break. Yeah, you know, I just think like the... the uh, the vast majority of, of food that is available is plant foods, and, and we feed that to animals. So if we just take out the animals out of the equation, we can be so helpful. Like, wh at what point do you say, oh, you know, I'll take the wolf puppy and the scorpion over a better rice and beans? Like, how does it get to that level? People are offering dogs and cats and scorpions and alligators. Like, how do you – I just – there's so much better. There's better, there's 
it's like, I don't even, I, I can't, I, I honestly can't understand um, how people make choices. I mean, there's no judgment, obviously, but we can make choices to plant foods. Plant foods make us well. They make, they make the, they save the animals and they make this, this world well. And, and they'll stop the spread of disease and bacteria and, and these pandemics. I mean, it's just, it's really the way to go. And you'll be, you'll be better off for it. And it'll taste better. And on the other side of the break, we're going to hear your journey to plant-based and your amazing story of coming here to Hollywood and making it in Hollywood and also giving back to kids and to underprivileged youth. Um, What I'd like to say is that some people are pointing the finger at China. Well, guess what? Eating a pig is no less barbaric than eating a bat or a pangolin. Pigs are a lot smarter than dogs. They have the intellectual and emotional development of toddler human children. Uh, they see their own reflection. They watch videos. Yeah. They uh, can do simple math. Um, it, it, those things have been shown to be true. And so let's, let's, when we're thinking about pointing the finger at another culture, let's look in the mirror instead. And let's say, hey, what about our slaughterhouses? There was a protest. Uh, 85 slaughterhouses in New York City. There are 85 live slaughter markets in New York City. There was a protest outside New York City Hall and the news media was informed and they refused to cover it. Not one media outlet covered it. So guess what? Jane Unchained and TheirTurn.net covered it. So you can go to janeunchained.com and see TheirTurn.net's amazing uh, report because we have to start looking at the slaughterhouses in our own country. All right, we're going to take a short break. We are here with the amazing Gianna Simone. We'll be back in a minute. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel we don't follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel you are listening to jane unchained to reach the show today call in to 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 you may also send an email in to News at gmail.com. Now back to the show. All right. We are here with the extraordinary Gianna Simone. She is a Hollywood star. She's been in Unbroken, Star Trek, Into Darkness, 
and many other films. She's also a TV producer. She has an incredible show streaming now on Amazon Prime called Love, Gianna. Check it out. I learned so much watching it. I watched the whole thing. I binge watched it from beginning to end. She's also a star in Jaina Chain's vegan cooking show, also streaming on Amazon Prime called New Day, New Chef. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you made and how you enjoyed that, uh, Gianna? Nate, I am so proud of you for creating that show with Eamon, a good friend of ours, Eamon McChrystal. You, you are such a star. And I just, you know, you always are so um, lovely and kind to your guests. And it's I, maybe the guests can be a little nervous and they may not um, tell you how amazing you are. So I just want to take a minute and talk about how amazing you are and your character and all you do for animals and this planet and people and bringing such necessary information to the public. And you do it in such a fun, loving way. And I just, you are one of the best people I know. And that, and you just deserve so much credit and so much light shined upon you. And, um, and I'm just really proud of you. So thank you for all that you're doing. And thank you for having me on your show constantly. And I'm, I'm just so happy to help you all the time. And you're just doing so much good. Let me say this. Gianna is the patron saint of veganism, because if it weren't for Gianna, um, I would not have met Eamon McChrystal, who's an incredible TV producer, and you introduced me to him, and that's why we have the show New Day, New Chef on. So you are truly, truly the force behind all of this, the connector. You know, Malcolm Gladwell, um, who I think is absolutely brilliant, he wrote The Tipping Point, so we can discuss whether this is a tipping point as McDonald's closes all of its um, fast food outlets in the United Kingdom, reportedly. Um, And he wrote The Tipping Point. He also talked about the people who make change. And there are the people who give out facts. And one of the very important people are the connectors. They connect other people. Mm -hmm. And you are all of those. And and the leaders, the people who, like, are the showcase. But you are all of those because Mm -hmm. you connected me with somebody who is an incredible producer, Eamon. I just texted him and let him know we're talking. (laughs) And um, he was able to put on New Day, New Chef. Mm -hmm. So, as well as Countdown to Year Zero, the documentary. So we have Love Gianna. You have your your whole afternoon or your whole week laid out for you. Exactly. (laughs) Love Gianna. This is all on Amazon Prime. Yes. Love Gianna, which is incredible top doctors working in major institutions, okay? Um, who are going to talk about the benefits of a plant-based diet. We have Countdown to Year Zero, which explores why animal agriculture is a leading, arguably the leading cause of climate change, habitat destruction, wildlife extinction, human world hunger, uh, and human disease. And then we have New Day, New Chef, which is a fun, upbeat. We do a blender dance. We have so much fun on our show. So... um, what I'd like to say was, um, Paige is on hold from California. Your question or thought, Paige. Paige? Yes, this is Paige. Hello. Hey, Paige. Hi, ladies. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Two favorite people. Terrific, terrific. I just want to flash back, Gianna, to the first time you went to a vigil for Los Angeles Animal Save for the pigs. And I want to say it's just reminding me of this open market, the the animals coming in on transport trucks, these baby pigs, right? Yeah. yeah. Can you hear me? 
Yes, yes. Yeah. Thank you, Paige. We, okay. we, it's an excellent question. We appreciate it. And uh, Gianna, tell us about that experience because we work very closely with Los Angeles Animal Save, Animal Alliance Network, and the Save Movement. Uh, explain what the Save Movement is and what your experience was like there. Um, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm very proud of the Save Movement. And um, they're, they're all over the world, aren't they? Yes, 700 slaughterhouses. There are Save Vigils right now at 700 slaughterhouses around the world. And essentially, I'll tell you very quickly what it is. Anita yeah. Krines, who is a PhD from Toronto and a student of Tolstoy, uh, was walking her dog, saw a, a truck full of pigs going to slaughter, double-decker in the freezing cold in Toronto, made eye contact with a pig. And because she's a student of Tolstoy, because Tolstoy said, when you see suffering, you have a moral obligation not to turn away and pretend it's not happening, but to get closer, see if you can help, and even if you can't help, to bear witness. She looked at the pig and she said, I will bear witness to your suffering and the suffering of others like you going to slaughter. And she founded the SAVE movement, which, stop, which catches trucks when they stop about to go into the slaughterhouse, offers love, comfort, a comforting, loving touch, and water to slaughterhouse-bound pigs, chickens, turkeys, lambs, goats, cows. It's very emotional. It's, it's difficult, but boy, is it transformative. Mm -hmm. Anybody who can go to a vigil and still eat animals, I, I, I can't even understand it. And most people, when they do go, when you get them to go, they, they stop entirely. So what was your experience, Gianna? Yeah, my, you know, I was already vegan at this time and I had gone vegan for health reasons. And then as, as you learn more, you want to know more and kind of dive down those, those holes. And I, I tried to watch earthlings. I made an attempt at it and, um, I was very, very, very triggered by it. And I could not watch past 10 minutes and my whole body was shaking. And I just, I could not believe the horrific acts done to innocence the innocence of this world. I, I, I always try to compare um, so people understand because some people, some people just don't have the understanding yet. And that's not to say that they won't. So I always try to compare things to, to things that people may understand um, so they can be enlightened. And I, I compare animals to um, like special needs children because they don't have the, the voice and capacity that, that some others have to protect them. And animals need protection. So um, when, when I see horrific acts being done to such innocence, it deeply, deeply affects me. And this is, this is one of the main reasons I created Love Gianna is because I cannot live every day and not do something more than just not eat them because it is such a problem. And clearly it's, it's turning into a huge problem because these pandemics are, are occurring and heart disease is still the number one killer and it's a foodborne illness. And can you um, explain how heart disease connects to eating animals? Yeah, it's, 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 it's packed with cholesterol. There's no cholesterol in plants. The cholesterol clogs our arteries essentially. And this is a very simple breakdown of it. And when our arteries get clogged, there, there's no, there's no blood passing. There's no, there's no blood passing through our bodies essentially. And, and our hearts stop and we have a heart attack or we have a stroke. And that is only from eating animals. 
it does it does not come from plants. The cholesterol is solely in animals. So um, anyway, at the at the slaughterhouse to answer your your first question, I these trucks pull up and there are a lot of animal activists outside of the slaughterhouse and obviously you can't go in, but we stand outside on the road and these trucks pull up with these baby pigs. They're six months old. They are literally babies and they haven't had anything to eat or drink. And they, they spend days sometimes in these hot trucks and they are so thirsty and cold cold, hot. I mean, it's, it's, they're going to be killed. I mean, it's, it's so people don't care about them because they're just a thing to people and not someone to people. And they are someone they have, they have a vast set of emotions and thoughts and they, they are scared. They, they, when we give them the water or try to touch some, sometimes, sometimes they die of, of stress or, or, um, stroke or Jane, what do you know exactly what they die of? Because they're so scared. Oh, there's many different causes. They could die of hypothermia on the ride there when it's very cold. I mean, imagine these are open air trucks. And I remember once, you know, when you talk about the cognitive dissonance, uh, which means that your values are not in uh, sync with your actions. And so what does that lead to? Either you change and you start making your values in accordance with your your actions in accordance with your values or you develop willful blindness that's the answer to cognitive dissonance if you're doing something and you know in your reptilian brain that it's wrong but you don't want to admit it you just don't want to see it push it down forget about it so i remember doing a very bitter cold snap i was talking to somebody walking my dogs on the street and uh, I'm in L.A., but the cold snap was happening on the whole East Coast, Canada, et cetera. Bitter, bitter, bitter cold. And somebody said, oh, you know, I feel so bad for those people suffering through it. I said, imagine the pigs on the open air trucks and the cows on the double decker open air trucks and the chickens and the lambs being driven to slaughter. Some of them arrive frozen. Many of them arrive in hypothermic conditions, hypothermia, they're being frozen to death. And she just literally turned on her heels and walked away. That's willful blindness. You cannot have the conversation. You cannot acknowledge that it's happening because if you acknowledge it, what is the consequence? You have to either change your behavior to be in alignment with your values of kindness, compassion, or you have to acknowledge that you're not a kind person. People want to believe they're kind and uh, they can pretend that they're kind. I mean, it's, it's not like we're up here. There's a lot of things uh, that um, we all do that are not in alignment with our values. It's very hard to live in this modern society and be in 100% alignment with our values. Our, this society propels us to consume propels us to constantly upgrade our lifestyle to keep up with the Joneses. I can't tell you how many times, because I drive a Prius, people have assumed that I'm in a financial crisis. Because I chose to drive a Prius and I used to be on television. No, I mean, this is the mentality of our society. I know. 
I know. Uh, continue on. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's fine. I'm, I'm glad you said all of that. I, it's, it's this, the outrage is, it's worthy. This, it, the outrage is justified. And I wish more people were outraged. And I think the more that we educate people, and I think the more that people are privy to information being held from them, um, that affects them. It affects them personally. It's not like, oh, it affects somebody else, somebody in my family it's going to affect. No, it will eventually affect you. And look at how it is affecting you. And this didn't just happen spontaneously. This happened because a set of things we were doing for a long time. And where what we are putting out is leaving space to be reached by us now and to be experienced by us now. And, and whatever we put out does come back to us. And um, whatever different religious beliefs that people may have, that is a, a universal law. And um, it's very obvious to me that what we put out, we reap back. And so let's start putting out kindness and compassion and making healthy choices. And the earth will will thank us. The animals will thank us. We will thank us. Our friends and our family will thank us. So we don't have to be quarantined. We don't have to be sick. We don't have to be um, just unhealthy. This whole world is so unhealthy. I mean, it's it's really out of control. It's really, really out of control. And it's it's very challenging when when you know what's happening and you still see people like I'll still go to the grocery store and I'll see people buying meat and dairy and sausages and hot dogs and bacon. And it's just like, do it's, it's so it's overwhelming sometimes. And, um, and I'm just, it's another reason why I'm very thankful, um, for, for the platform of, um, that you have, that you're, that you're extending to the public and, and the and platform you, that I have and the platform that, your love, Gianna, yeah. on Amazon Prime, because we can talk about this, but we're not doctors. What's so powerful about love, Gianna, is these are top doctors talking about this. You know, there's an entire organization that I know you're involved with, Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, thousands and thousands and thousands of doctors who are advocating for a plant-based lifestyle, for disease prevention and reversal. So we can talk about it, but we're not doctors and people know we're not doctors. Just right. like I'm not a former prosecutor. People used to think I was a former prosecutor. You could and be. they would say, Jane is a former prosecutor, you know, and I was like, I'm not a former prosecutor. So when you, actually, <laughs> when you actually have doctors saying this and you do have doctors saying this yeah. and laying out the medical foundation for this, we are behaving in a self-destructive way. And now, I don't know if it's speciesist or not to say the chickens are coming home to roost, but the chickens are coming home to roost. And this is nature's intervention. That's what I'm calling it, nature's intervention. Um, so apparently some people are trying to call, but uh, we've uh, got some lines locked up. So, um, Andrew, I don't know if you're listening, but people are trying to call in. They can't get through. So can you let them in? Um, anyway. Gianna, tell us, you know, sometimes people will say, uh, sometimes people will say that 
we care about animals, but we don't care about people. You are the epitome of somebody who has also worked very hard to help people, children in particular. Tell us about that. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm noticing Andrew is saying a couple minutes until the break. Do we have yeah. time? Well, um, okay. The, apparently the callers have some bad reception. So what we're going to do is we'll, you know, whoever's calling, because I understand Amy Jean Davis, who's one of my heroes, is calling. Uh, we will do a whole Be Live with Amy. So Amy, if you're watching, we're going to set up a Be Live with you where you can talk for uh, as long as you want about what you're doing. Because yeah. she runs Los Angeles Animal Save. She runs the pig vigil on Sunday nights down at the uh, Vernon, which is right near downtown LA. That's the thing. People who are eating their bacon in downtown LA don't know that just a couple of blocks away, there's uh, these poor animals going to their terrifying deaths. And uh, so that is the most important connection to make. But um, yeah, we uh, are okay. We have one caller. Amy, are you on? Can we can we hear from Amy? I G? am. Hey, Amy G. I how am. Hi. How you doing? Uh, hanging in there. What What are your thoughts on all of this? Uh, I'm sorry. My thoughts on what? On all of this. On uh, all of us being quarantined. On the fact that it started in the meat market. Um, yeah. It, I mean, this is just, uh, you know, another level of insanity that comes from exploiting animals for, for food. And, um, you know, it really bothers me that it, it doesn't seem like the, the cause of it is, is being talked about. And I know you've, you've said this repeatedly, Jane, um, but, you know, like people need to know this. They need to know that rushing to the grocery store and buying up all the dead animal body parts is just going is just adding to the possibility of this of another pandemic happening. Absolutely. This is what we keep saying over and over again and I have to go back to I sound like a groupie but I am a groupie. Dr. Silas Rao, the systems analyst who said, "Jane, um, that's because the old system is extraordinarily dependent on this life is a zero sum game." mentality. If we didn't eat animals, we would have no world hunger. We would live in a world of natural abundance because animals eat many, many times more. You could say 40, you could say 400. I mean, if you look at farm animals, all they're doing is eating, uh, especially because they're confined. They're eating huge quantities of food, much more than they produce as meat or dairy. So that's creating artificial scarcity. And, you know, the law of supply and demand, when something's scarce, the price goes up. And so what he's saying is the reason why they so fiercely avoid talking about this is that it is the root of the old system. The old system, if we, if we, if the meat and dairy and pharmaceutical industry collapse, that's essentially the collapse of the whole zero sum game mentality where for me to live, you have to die. And our whole society is based on that notion, winners and losers, everything is turned into a contest. You know, I was, because we're stuck here, uh, I was uh, looking at some history things that they show on Amazon Prime. And the, glad, you know, in, in the Roman times, they would have gladiators fight to the death. Okay, one, they throw them in there, one comes out alive, the other's dead. This is the same mentality. It's a barbaric, primitive mentality. Somebody has to die for me to live. This is the root of all the problems. So. What he explained is that is the essence of the old culture, 
either we are going to persist with that and we may very well go extinct or we are cocooning right now. We get to reflect and then we can come out. But, but you know, you raise such an important point, Amy, is they're not talking about this and, and it is infuriating, but we are. And so when people put down Facebook, uh, you know, think about it. We wouldn't be able to have this conversation if it wasn't for Facebook, if it wasn't for Voice America Radio. So before you knock social media too much, think about it. The mainstream media is not talking about this. They are part of the problem. Gianna? I'm just, uh, I see that we're going to break. Yeah, that's all right. We'll, we'll, I think we'll talk through it. Okay. Um, is Amy still on the line? No, I think she's uh, she's off, but she made her point, which was an incredible point. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like I was saying, you know, I was going to the grocery store and people are, I still see people with the sausages and hot dogs and bacon and chicken. And, um, you know, some of these, these wild animal marts have, have closed down temporarily and um, permanently with, with wild animals like bears and tigers and alligators and, and whatnot. Um, but they're still going to be selling fish and chicken and, bacteria is going to be produced still and it's going to be, they're going to be killed in front of you and it's going to be in the air and you're going to smell it. And it's going to jump from animals to human again with these zoonotic um, diseases. And it's, it's not go like we really, we really need to help people transition to whole food plant-based eating. And I'm so glad that you started your cooking show because there's so many great, simple, easy recipes. Oh, you asked me uh, um, what we made on the show and you know, there's, there's so many, you know, Dotsie was on the show and she made a, she made a great big Buddha bowl and I made some pumpkin truffles and, you know, there's sweets and desserts and you really don't have to be deprived when you, when you transfer to a, a plant-based diet and preferably a whole food plant-based diet. I mean, veganism is, is definitely an ethical choice, but um, if, if people truly want to be healthy, a whole food plant-based diet is the only diet that has been known to reverse and prevent disease. There's no other diet that has shown the, the amount of studies that have been done where a whole food plant-based diet reverses disease. And it reverses our number one killer, which kills a person every 37 seconds. Every 37 seconds. Imagine if the coronavirus was killing somebody every 37 seconds, how we would be in, in, in panic. Panic times a million of what we are right now. I mean, it's... It's, it's a big issue. Eating animals is a big issue. And I really, really, really encourage and urge people to stop. Take this opportunity to transition. And um, you can, we have, look, we have a documentary you can watch. Obviously, Earthlings. If you can watch Earthlings, it, it, it will turn you plant-based. It, almost everybody who watches it goes plant-based. It has probably turned more people plant-based than any other piece of media ever made because it shows the truth, unvarnished. And then you can find out about the impact on climate change and the work of Dr. Silas Rao of uh, Climate Healers on Countdown to Year Zero. You can go to Love Gianna on Amazon Prime as well. Countdown to Year Zero is on Amazon Prime. Love Gianna is on Amazon Prime. You can get the Medical Foundation for why this is the healthiest diet. And then you can go to New Day New Chef and have a great time seeing how much fun we have making vegan food, how incredible the guest chefs are. I mean, ripped muscle builders. I'm not talking about myself. (laughs) I'm just the host. I don't make a thing. Uh, But we have 
Olympic athletes, we have bodybuilders, we have all these people who are just at the pinnacle of fitness and they're eating a plant-based diet. And um, uh, we have Chef Babette, 69-year-old, who has the body of an 18-year-old, ripped. She can do a six-minute plank. And I watched her do it. Wow. Um, and uh, she's been plant-based for decades. So it's a lot of fun. And we make the comfort foods. You don't have to give up pizza. Chef Babette makes pizza. Uh, you made truffles, chocolate truffles. Somebody else makes wings, which is cauliflower rings. But with all the sauces and everything, it tastes like wings. You know, when you're eating wings, think about it, the wing of a bird. I find it incomprehensible. But what, what you're eating is a lot of the hot sauce and the ranch dressing and all of that. Jane, we were both drinking our water. Can we take a break? Andrew, can we take a quick break? Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Influencers lead, but on Twitter, they also follow. Check out what the influencers are saying and talk back to us with your great ideas. Follow the Voice America Influencers channel on Twitter at VA Influencers. That's at VA Influencers and join in. We don't follow, we lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers channel. are listening to Jane Unchained. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email in to News at gmail.com. Now back to the show. We are here with the extraordinary Gianna Simone, actress, TV producer, activist, helps children, helps animals, helps human health, helps fight climate change, so many things. But you... Came to Hollywood and you, wow, uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, Unbroken, uh, many, many other. You can look her up on IMDb, a slew of movies. How'd you do it? It's such a tough business. It is a really tough business. And um, I don't think a lot of people talk enough about how tough it is. But 
what's what's the point in talking about how tough it is because it, it it is so worth it i mean none of us would be in it if it wasn't worth it and we wouldn't try if we didn't love it and i think god gives us our songs in life and this is totally my song in life and um and so it's yeah <laughs> it is wow that's interesting <laughs> and um it's it's undeniably in my soul where i fly and i flourish and i'm so in love with it and um, there are obviously other aspects of life that I that I feel that way too. You know, like I'm in love with my husband, and I love spreading veganism and um, animal welfare, and and I'm so passionate about so many things like you as well. However, acting, um, like I started modeling when I was 16, and um, and people would reject me, and I'm like, well, I don't care. I'm going to be a model. Like it's in my soul. It's who I am. Like I. I I have no, there's no other choice for me. <laughs> like I'm going to do this. Wow. And, and so I just wouldn't take no for an answer. And, um, you know, people would tell me you're to this, you're to that, you're not enough this, you're not enough that. And I never gave up on it. And eventually I started booking work on my own because agencies wouldn't, wouldn't take me. And, um, then I went to one of the biggest agencies where I was living in Boston at the time. And I, they rejected me twice. And a friend of mine said, you should go back because you have all this work that you're booking on your own. And then I went back a third time. They took me, I became one of their top booking models. And then ironically fell in love with acting. Um, because everybody would tell me you should act instead of model because you're, you're too short and, or you're not, uh, 70 pounds. Like it was, it was just their opinion of sidestepping. So because they didn't believe, but I believed and that's what matters. And so I became successful. And then, like I said, fell in love with acting and, um, started getting small roles and taking work in independent films and worked my way up. And <laughs> I mean, the rest is history. You know, you just, you just keep going. I have no choice. I, I don't, you, we can't see the future obviously, but there's no other choice in my mind. And I've had the opportunity to produce some films and um, I have a, a excellent partners and I just, I'm, I'm very, very, very grateful. It is not easy. It is extremely difficult. And I'm still climbing the ladder. Like, like we all are. I mean, even Hillary Swank talks about how she never knows when she's going to get her next part. And there is all always, I think, going to be that for every actor. I mean, some have less of that worry than others, but I think that's, that's always there and that's life. And I mean, it's, it's not guaranteed, but we can't, what we do makes a difference and we have a choice every day to um, go after what we love and doing what we love and making a difference in this world. So that's my story. Wow. That's extraordinary. Uh, relentless. And that's what I think, um, really, if I had to use one word, relentless, you're relentless. You don't let anything stop you. And you're that way with the animals. And as a result of that relentlessness, kind relentless, because sometimes we think of relentless as mean, you know, ah, no, you're kindly relentless. And um, you just um, you just persist. And so as a result of that, you are a top actress, you're a TV producer, you have a show on Amazon Prime, you help me get my documentary, as well as uh, by introducing me to Eamon McChrystal, um, our great TV show on Amazon Prime, New Day, New Chef. Gianna's on it, making chocolate truffles that people have come up to me and said, I love that I've made those truffles at home. They're so good. They, hey. People are going crazy about them. 
and you made them so fast. They were like this. And the other thing is that it's not processed sugar. It's, you know, there's so many benefits. Once you get in, it's not a sacrifice. It's not a sacrifice. So we've got three minutes to close. Can you give me what your um, plan is to to thrive and survive during this time of coronavirus crisis? You know, how, how you might inspire people to, to navigate it in a way that's going to help them come out the other side better. Yeah, I think, um, I think because we're relational beings, we need to find ways to connect. And thank God we have telephones, we have Wi-Fi, we have internet, we have um, opportunities to call our friends and connect with family members and be relational beings still and maintain social distance and go out for a walk and smell fresh air and get some vitamin D. Um, and so we don't stay in and get seasonal affective disorder, SAD. And so I think, I think eating a whole food plant-based diet, staying well, giving your, your gut fiber. So you're producing serotonin and, and feeling energized. And um, I think coming up with a, with a plan every day, you know, being, being free, but also having some sort of um, guidelines for yourself every day. And we need that. We thrive off of that and get some exercise and, and connect and, and remember that this will pass. This will pass. And we have the opportunity to make big changes and to make a difference. And we can do that. Let's stop pointing fingers and realize how this happened, that people do have to take responsibility and that we have to take responsibility for our choices. We don't have to consume things that people are offering us and we can make better choices that will impact this world for the better. You matter. People matter. God has a huge plan and purpose for each and every single one of our lives, whether people believe that or not. It is so true. And everybody has a specific purpose on this earth and we can use our human beings are so powerful. We are so powerful and let's use that power for good. And goodness means being compassionate to animals, being compassionate to humans, being compassionate to ourselves, loving each other. And, Let's stop eating animals. Let's stop the spread of disease because if we don't change, this will just keep happening. It, what, what's the definition of insanity, Jane? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result, right, Tiny Dancer? This Dance. is my foster. I got her out of the shelter because animals are not being adopted out because everybody's in isolation. Beagle Freedom Project helped me do that. And at first, I got a stink eye from Rico. Uh, but he finally said, you know what, mom, I understand. I'm going to be a big brother. So I just want to say, if you wouldn't eat these guys, don't eat pigs, calves, chickens, turkeys, goats, and lambs. Use this as an opportunity for transformation. It's fun on the other side. We have a great time. We're happy. We love you. Um, this is um, really a joyous adventure going plant-based. It's not a sacrifice. And please stay with Jane Unchained News uh, throughout the day. We are going to be doing live. We have now a new business show with Elizabeth Alfano. She's interviewing business leaders. Um, we're, we're, we're on all cylinders. And I want to say a shout out to Gianna Simone for helping us. She is our patron saint. That's how I look at it. Thank you, Gianna. I love you. I love you. Talk soon. Thank you guys at Voice America Radio for making this happen. Thank you, guys. I'm going to end my live stream. Have a good one.
Thank you for tuning in to Jane Unchained. We hope you'll join Jane Velez Mitchell for the next edition of her program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Meanwhile, have a peaceful week.